When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And welcome to the 2018-19 version of the Terrace Scottish Football Podcast. Uh, we are back after a long summer, which involved uh, hoping England didn't win the World Cup, which came through, and then kind of watching as many seagulls killing birds as humanly possible. So we've uh, it's been a busy summer, but we are back now watching Scottish football. We've got. Um, a few things to talk about today. We're mainly going to be looking at the best and worst signings, uh, and we've got uh, alongside myself, Andy Harrow. We've got Craig Anderson. Hello. And we've got Graham Phyllis. Hello. So, uh, guys, there's been quite a number of signings. Quite a lot of people we don't actually know who they are, or have, <laughs> unless you've got an in-depth knowledge of uh, English under twenty-three football that you've been hiding under a bushel. Um, but what we do have, we do know some of the players that we've got. We've got an idea based on the League Cup who some of the, the best and worst might be. Um, so I think unless anyone I know Graham's got a bizarre order for going to teams yeah. but I think if we just make this simple uh, we'll go for alphabetical order um, which leads us to Aberdeen uh, easily enough given that the A does generally come before any other letter in the alphabet um, The only team who haven't played yet this season yep. so we yep. have no, uh, no frame of reference whatsoever well, my, my real question with Aberdeen is whether they actually can play a game of football and that they have just about no players <laughs> so they, whether, who their best and worst signing might actually end up being a bit academic because they're assigning so at this point that's probably good news for them um, I'll, I'll dive straight yep. in with the best on this one um, I've got Lewis Ferguson um, I think in the past I've highlighted that I think Lewis Ferguson is a smashing player to begin with um, and I think he will do really well with Aberdeen Had the Aki's team that he disappeared from really I thought dropped off dramatically with once he was out of the team um, he seemed the natural sort of successor to Greg Dolkerty's role in that team now, they might get to get a holiday back at Aki's yet so that might be fine 
Um, but he was the natural successor then for him to disappear off to Aberdeen was a real blow for um, a real blow for Aki's and I think his energy in that Aberdeen midfield will alongside Shinny make them an awful lot more potentially solid in the midfield while McLean added a lot of graft and crafting guile in there they maybe still need to have that in there but I think Shinny and Ferguson in there would be I think that's a really good midfield pairing for them is it going to be because I had him as well actually I don't know Craig did you I say? don't and the, the reason I the reason I didn't pick him is only because I, we don't know how much they paid for him yet Aki's want about £47 million pounds for him <laughs> Aberdeen want to pay nothing they, they seem to want um, exactly how much money they lost yeah. so. <laughs> If, if they pay less than about three hundred grand, I would say you know that's yeah. probably where he yeah. where he lies at the moment. If they get forced to pay you know half a million, then you start saying, well, he could be good, but you've, you've, could be it's, it's a big yeah, it's a big outlay for someone that you've you don't know. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what I was going to ask about it was I know he's he played quite a bit for Hamilton last season, but is he somebody that can slot straight into that Aberdeen team? I know he's played in a couple of the friendlies so far, and he seems to have done pretty well in them, but. Do you see him as something that can be a kind of regular over the course of the, the season that they can rely on? Yeah, certainly from from what he what he did at Aki's, I think he'll drop into that team and he'll look like he's been part of that team for, for a while as well. Um, I do wonder as well about um, he's not actually on the signing list, but he does he, he fits into that uh, that he's like a new signing mould and Mikey Devlin as well, mm-hmm. so he's probably worth a note in there as well because he would actually add. Uh, a centre half with potentially a bit of quality if he can stay fit for more than 25 minutes at a time as well yeah. uh, Craig you had something I went for uh, I was trying to look at the other way I went for Chris Forrester came in from Peterborough and, and on the basis that when he was at Peterborough he, came, he was playing in Ireland he seemed to be highly rated there he went to Peterborough got a big talk up at the start and then he got phased out at Peterborough and I was like well that's not a good sign and then you see who the manager who kind of got rid of him is and it was Steve Evans right. and I'm like well any sort of cultured footballer <laughs> Steve Evans is not going to really fancy um, he was kind of I read that he was compared to Michael Carrick mm-hmm. by TV pundits I thought that's actually the player Aberdeen needs someone to keep the ball mm-hmm. McLean did it to some extent they need to replace him and that's kind of where it came from I thought that's a player who's probably going to slot straight into the team 25 I think so he's still got a bit of you know years to come unlike the other midfielders like Gleeson who I think might be a yeah. less good signing um, just because I think he's, he's young he seems to be a bit of a footballer and I think they probably need someone like that See I actually have Chris Forrester down as my worst signing for right. Aberdeen and I'll tell you my main reasoning for this is that his name's Chris Forrester <laughs> and he sounds very much like a whole collection of, sort of disposable players that yeah, Aberdeen yeah, signed yeah, from England true. and again Gleeson could very much have fallen into that role as well um, but he just it's, the, it's exactly the sort of name that I've not seen any of Aberdeen I had a look to try and discover who the players were and I, I, I do agree with you Gleeson seems a bit more of a a, a bit like less cultured than, than uh, maybe Forrester is but he's just just on the basis that he sounds like a disposable name like Jaden Stockley um, Tommy Smith uh, players yeah, of yeah. this players of this nature who just appear do a little bit and then head off again but that was literally my only my only reasoning for that if he goes and scores a double tomorrow that's absolutely fine with yeah. me my worst signing I went for uh, Don Ball yeah. I just don't I just don't rate him I don't think he's a good player Um he, he didn't do terribly there last season. Like he, he came in, he played a few games at the end of the season. But I'm like, you're, you're wanting to progress. Having this kind of weird un- guy with no position that sometimes plays right back, sometimes plays centre half, sometimes plays in front of the defence, yeah. you don't really know what he does. McKinney seems to chuck him in every now and then. It, do- it doesn't seem progressive to me for them. It didn't seem like something they needed. 
Um, yeah, he's, he's kind of been brought in as a utility man, really, I guess, isn't he? And I, th- I initially went for Chris Foster because I didn't really know who, who he was, to be honest. But, um, but Don Ball would have been, was a close second on the basis that we do actually know what he was you like. Know who Don Ball is. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, it was maybe the best example because there was a few people came in that day, but in the, in the semi final against yeah. Motherwell, he had a, a pretty poor game um, along with the other guys that came in. but there's nothing that suggests that's an amazing signing. He might do alright if he's only needing yeah. to be pitched in now and again. I think you're quite right in, in, in highlighting he doesn't really have a position um, and there's quite there's two or three players in that Aberdeen team as well and they've signed a right back today as well who is also a centre half who yeah. can also yeah. just sign a right back <laughs> just sign a right back or sign a centre half I understand that if you're, if you're working within small margins in your budget then you should be looking at players that can be at least a little bit versatile but at the same time, Aberdeen have what the third biggest budget in the country. So, so, why aren't they just signing better? Like again, this is, it sounds dead easy. Just sign better footballers, but sign actual right backs, sign actual centre halves. It was the same this year in that they had Armisen, who was a centre half, but then was also sort of a central midfielder. And it, again, with Ball there as well, just sign guys that play in our position, mm-hmm. and then you can hang your hat on them and say this is the system that we're going to play this is the way we're going to play because this is the players that we have it just seems a weird way to do it yeah they've um, is it Tommy is it Holborn or Tommy Holborn Holborn right Holbin. Uh, so uh, I think he played uh, quite a few times for Watford in the championship and then it, for Blackburn apparently he seemed to do yeah. okay but yeah, yeah that, he did a bad injury for a year yeah, so I think one of these guys you're like, out for the last three years I think in terms of it, if you were getting them from a year ago you'd be like yeah, brilliant signing probably but yeah. You don't know when, right. and that's why he's at Aberdeen. So yeah, it's kind of yeah. like you have to take a gamble. It can something. go one way. It can always go one way or another. Like we picked up guys like Charlie Dunn, who'd been out for a year essentially, came back, still can't play football, but is a smashing football. Yeah. Mm. Um, it's really useful for us. So it, it can, yeah, either way it can go. Um, any last words on Aberdeen? Or we, we move on to no. Celtic, but it's a really easy uh, best and worst because <laughs> as far as I make it, they're good too. <laughs> so. Uh, I think they're probably all going to be agreed here uh, unless something remarkable uh, comes out in the next couple of minutes so I think we're all agreed the, the best is Edward yeah. that'd be fair enough given that it's only Edward and Bain are the two signings I would say probably on Edward um, I know it's obviously there's a two but I think there's a there's a significant chunk of recency bias on Edward as well in that he had a great sort of last two months of the season but before that hadn't really forced his way into a squad I hadn't really forced his way into the first team. Looked okay in bits and pieces, but also looked completely disinterested at all times. So I, I th- he is I, a better sign than Scott Bain. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I thought paying eight million quid for him seemed, seemed a yeah. bit much, personally, especially when they were in a, and okay, maybe it didn't work out that way. But when they weren't willing to go to that for Patrick Roberts last year, who a guy who had a fantastic season mm-hmm. year before, they didn't do that. And I think had Roberts been a permanent Celtic player, who'd doing much better last year than to do it for Edward who ultimately is a very good player and probably make that back on him if, if, he's, yeah. if he's even as good as last year um, but I, I do think they overpaid a bit um, Yeah I, I, I would kind of disagree with you but I thought um, that when he came in the bits I certainly saw of him as a, a substitute in the, the early part of his loan spell I think he looked pretty decent on the whole I thought you could see there was elements there that he could do I think and he came on and couple of Champions League games and was able to hold the ball up and kind of stretch defences late on in games and it looked like he had some of the elements maybe it didn't happen so much in the league games but I think you did see what he does have in terms of his, his abilities in that last two or three months and he yeah. really came on 
over that period and I think it's the fact that he, he managed to keep that consistent over that last period. He basically became partly because of injuries and things, but became the main striker. That was the, he was the man that they relied yeah. on for kind of hope for games and things and as well. And he, what they'll be looking for is a sort of seamless transition between you would imagine with uh, if when Dembele yeah. eventually goes, it's a case of he goes and then Edwards there yeah. and he's ready to go. Um, yeah, you wonder. Yeah. I mean, eight million in this market for Scottish football does seem does yeah. seem pricey, but it's uh, the market they're selling to is probably going to pay that for him. So. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Even 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 if they have him for two years and he's pretty humpy, he's at worst going to get half that back. Yeah. I mean, he's literally Martin Waghorn value. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> What a framing! <laughs> what a way of framing! It kind of—it's um, not a good way to do it, anyway, because it skews everything else. If you're yeah, 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 yeah. going to go for eight million pounds, but um, so that means by process of elimination, that Scott Bain is uh, Celtic's worst signing. What a what a year it's been for Scott <laughs> Honestly, the guys—I mean, I think it was what like a three or four year contract, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Scott Bain has a Scotland cap as well. Has a Scotland yeah. cap. And a guaranteed income for the next four yeah. years, as, which you would imagine is a decent one mm-hmm. as, as your Celtics reserve goalkeeper um, for four years. It's utterly mental for a guy who was allegedly leaking Dundee team lineups <laughs> to. He's he's fine. He's not a bad. He's not actually a bad yeah. signing for for Celtic to have a number two who has that level of experience and all that at that age and. He's he's in he's in such a position. He's probably never going to be good enough to be Celtic's number one, but he's also somehow got a slight potential for it to happen. Unlike if you sign a thirty-four year old, yeah. if you sign a boy at his age, maybe the you know maybe with good goalkeeping coaching and all that, he could. Um, Stevie Stevie Woods bringing yeah, him to the next uh, level. Yeah. yeah, I think the. I was going to say Chris Woods and then I was like it's no Chris Woods and then I was like I'm not say the name. <laughs> that would that would yeah. be that would be yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I think the problem for me with them is that if you're looking at yeah, if um, Gordon gets injured, which is liable to do potentially at some point over the course of the season, that Ben can slot in, in the league like he did last season and is basically fine. The issue is if Celtic get to the Champions League, yeah. he's not good enough at that level. And I think in an ideal situation, you would try and get a goalkeeper that is, I mean, you're not going to get many like this, but is good enough to potentially fill in in the well, Champions I, I, League, I or at least has the potential they could, to. They could have signed the yeah. first choice. I think it could yeah. have been harsher on Gordon, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they could have done it. If, maybe if the right player had come up, they would have. But yeah. well, the question is, maybe still is will. It, but the thing is, he's not even, he's not even really like, sort of a marshal was in the past, like a young goalkeeper who's yeah. got potential. Yeah. He's kind of in that middle period yeah. of his kind of mid-20s. He's not going to get that much better but he's fine so wasn't for him to be the next Scotland squad having not played a minute of football <laughs> yeah, or a League Cup match at yeah. Some point, yeah. Um, so yeah that's Celtic yeah, that was pretty straightforward possibly the most straightforward we'll have a hold on this one might be the most complicated in terms of the best signing um, given it's Dundee uh, so we've got in terms of the options Jack Hamilton came in from Harps and then you've basically got a list of people from all across Europe and England and without much clues to who many of them are before the League Cup campaign started and not many of them have really shown that much so far in that I, I just picked Jack Hamilton as the best in the sense that when he came into the team at Hearts he was fine for a while he looked like he was maybe a good prospect and I think it's a good opportunity for him because he'll be first choice he can go and play and he'll show well he'll yeah. think of him he'll yeah. say either he will be good enough to be a premiership goalkeeper or he won't but I think just on the basis that the re- I'm pretty sure the rest of them are all going to be shite. <laughs> <laughs> I have gone for Elton and Watala to be the best. 
on the basis that he is a number 10, um, which is a position that Dundee, like, was Dundee's last number 10, like Kanija or something mm-hmm. along these lines? Like, they held back to Yeah, like, they, they, just, they just don't have, they, they, haven't, they don't have a midfielder that can play football a little bit and, as, as you'd imagine, dropped in with Gary to find out what was, what was happening with Dundee and was met with, with some reasonable optimism, right. um, which is, for him, that's a, I'd say that's a step down. Um, but yeah, he was saying that as, as a number 10, if you can have a number, Dundee actually have a number 10 to play in behind Musa, yeah. which is, I mean, Musa's, he is what he is, yeah. and he's thoroughly entertaining, and I enjoy watching him. But if you have a number 10 in behind him, he might actually work in there. So if he's anything approaching passable, then he'll be a very good signing for Dundee because they don't have a midfielder mm. that can play a, play a pass like that. Yeah, um, my uh, best was John Mendy on the basis that I mean, I saw bits of the Dundee game and he didn't look especially good uh, but he is a striker and he's I think they desperately need some strikers. a game in the Norwegian yeah. third tier one yeah. so it's uh, <laughs> hard to look past that. Uh, I've got uh, again, via Gary, I have to be honest I have Nathan Ralph. Uh, as the, as the worst yeah. 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 I, I looked at his career trajectory and I went well unlike so uh, Elton came from French football played for Kidderminster for, is it Kidderminster for yeah, a couple yeah. of years and then got a move yeah. that, that I mean he might be good he might be bad but he was at the same team for a yeah. while Nathan Ralph dropped through the English division <laughs> they end up at Woking at which point Dundee signed him and that career trajectory <laughs> just connecting the dots yeah. here yeah. Let's, let's see how this will go uh, Gary said he uh, so I think he's like a left back and a left winger and he does a wee chipped pass which he knocks out of play every time he does it and he's also injured already so yeah it's I mean if he is a left back I'm beginning to think that Dundee's left backs may actually be cursed they're just not he, he, he did uh, you mentioned him about Chris Forrester but I just thought he also had a very jobbing <laughs> English uh, football player just sort of as a side note is it, what what are they looking at for Dundee in terms of what else they're needing now from a, from players they've lost whole O'Hara a um, couple of defenders Simon Murray and he'll back to it away what is that apart from is there anyone that they especially need that's not just some random person that a winger yeah. you would imagine a winger but again they don't play with wingers yeah. they still need one they don't, I suppose they do need one you still, I mean I always say even if you don't play with wingers yeah. at some point in a game you want to really check on a boy can cross um, the ball I'd also say potentially a centre half so that you yeah. can you know Moved out in a day in a coaching role or something like that. Because for two million, like yeah, yeah, yeah. what they wanted to do. And he lost Bass John and Julian H would be good in as well. Yeah. So, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if, I mean, I, I, there's every chance they lost Julian down the back of the sofa. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't know if, I don't know if losing him yeah. was a, a great disaster and cost a guy to all of as well. I mean, yeah, they, even, models out alone, so they haven't got shot of quite a lot of yeah. defenders. Even if they just get some centre halves with some pronounceable names, yeah, would yeah. probably be a step in the right well, I don't know if he was a centre half, but they signed this Madianga or something. Yep. Yeah, Is yeah. he a centre half? He's a midfielder. Oh, I I think, think, his yeah. name sounded like a centre yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. I, think he was, I think he sounded <laughs> a bit like Kasunga. So I, I, I think he's apparently supposed to, I think um, on the radio they were talking about that like, is he supposed to kind of glide across the pitch and that I kind of, see. But whether it's, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. On the basis of what I saw from um, from the game at the weekend, I was we were getting our predictions for league places. They were definitely pretty strongly favoured for the bottom three. <laughs> uh, 
but uh, they might come good, who knows. Um, right, next up, we've got, I mean, this is not much better, uh, it's uh, Hamilton's one. Speaking of the bottom yeah. three. <laughs> uh, I think we've got about five teams that yes, are in the bottom uh, three, though. Craig, uh, do you want to give us your I went. Best? I went on the basis of very, very flimsy evidence for Aaron McGowan as their best signing. He came from Morecambe. He had a thirst for knowledge. Um, no, I, I, I realised I said um, he, he played. He's a right back. They've needed a right back for a long time. They just needed um, fullbacks. So and he played over a hundred games for Morecambe. And he's only twenty-two, um, and they wanted to keep him. And Hamilton kind of took advantage the of the cross border loopholes and that. Yeah. So that seemed like to me just like the they seemed pretty teed off to have lost them. Yeah. And he was linked with about he was linked with Aberdeen yeah. and Mullerwell and about four or five different clubs, and then eventually ended up at Aki's, which to me is a bit of a red flag. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Graham, who did you have? Uh, again, going on the basis of much like uh, Craig picking Don Ball for being the, the worst singer for Aberdeen, I picked Ziggy Golden as the best one on the basis that. He had a really poor campaign with Partick Thistle and his season there. Seems to have had a, a good time hanging out with uh, Kelly and Sheridan in Poland. Um, seems, seems to have done reasonably well. Uh, mainly the pictures of him in a butcher shop for reasons I'm still not entirely clear on. Um, but I think, again, if Aki's can actually play him as a... It very much depends whether they're going to play him as a right-back like he is or whether they're going to insist on playing him in centre-half again. The Betfred game last week, he ended up playing in the middle of a back three I think what he, essentially he's got ragdolled, got thrown about because he's a right back. So playing him as the, the central defender in the back and in your, yeah. the middle of your back three is absolutely madness. So if he plays a right back, I think it'll be a good signing. He's a good, solid. He's, he's, he's a rarity in an Aki signing, I'd say, and you know kind of what you're going to get. A pile of the rest yeah. of them on the list. Uh, and I'll include my, my, worst, my worst signing in that as well. You've just no idea. Yeah. Well, I would say. In a, uh, in a break from convention, Hamilton have signed a few players that we do actually know. Then, so um, Ziggy Gordon, Leonard Sola, who was obviously at yeah, Hamilton, and previously Hearts, where he was atrocious, and then uh, Tom Tyrell from Falkirk. I'd gone with um, Ziggy Gordon as well as the best, I think, on the basis that he can, he has the potential to be a very yes. solid right back. Um, and he obviously, didn't, like you said, have a particularly good time at Party Thistle, but there is. There's a body of evidence yeah, there that suggests that he's, okay, he's, yeah. he's got it. He's young enough that um, yeah. he's not going to anywhere near over the hill. So yeah. he'd be my best. Uh, in terms of my worst, uh, it's one of the ones that I just mentioned there. It's uh, Tom Tywo. Just, I mean, they've lost um, Ferguson, Redmond, Templeton. So lost a bit of creativity there, and they've lost sort of all the Templeton was playing as a centre forward. Yeah. A lot of um, kind of energy. Tom Tywo is a, quite a jobbing uh, kind of championship level midfielder he's never really been particularly special anywhere at Falkirk Hibs there's nothing about him that suggests he's going to be anything other than a kind of six yard pass the ball to somebody else to find he, he is on my list as a bad sign yeah. he's not my worst sign but he's on as a bad yeah, sign he's, he's he's experienced and he's not going to be I don't think he's going to be terrible he'll be off the pace because mm, he's not yeah. good enough for the level but he's not going to he'll turn up every week he'll not he'll disappear but as well as well as that just more than that that seems to be he seems to be the same as every other midfielder that Aki's have. Yeah. Like if you're a central midfielder, um, that can like guy Jenkins yeah. looks exactly the same, like looks like a, a better version of Tyro, who's not Jenkins hasn't been seen in pre season, so again I've no idea what he's also that and uh, the the boy for um Spanish football never turned up. The centre half the uh, center uh, alone. Uh, yeah. yeah, again, questions, where's he gone? Yeah. I don't know. Um yeah, I just 
it's just a bad sign for me. I mean, your Hamilton Aki's, you struggle every season, so what you need is a guy that finished, what, seventh in the championship mm-hmm. last year? Cool. Yeah. Great sign. Uh, yeah, Craig. My, my worst, I went for Sam Kelly, and again, I was just looking at the careers. He played twelve. <laughs> he played twelve games for Grimsby last season. I thought that was enough. Uh, my my worst signing, I went for uh, Lenny Sower yeah. because I've seen him, yeah. Yeah. and he was he was rotten for Aki's. He got absolutely taken to pieces by Alan Campbell and Alan Campbell's debut. It was a 50-50 ball, and he sent him about three three meters out of the stand. Was terrible. Um, went to Hearts. Was also similarly terrible. Mm-hmm. Has been playing elsewhere. Has now come back, and I presume he's still going to be terrible. Yeah, and a shout out to Rob who stuck to his really oh, stuck his guns in the WhatsApp group around how good uh, Lenny So was yeah. going to be. <laughs> Lenny So was totally fine. Totally fine. He's, he'll, he'll bed in. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a couple of other guys they've got. I guess um, a couple of the this Norwich. Uh, length that they've got uh, but they're, they're any good the body Fair. forward they signed off Norwich is a yeah. funny one Bloomfield is it I think Norwich just signed them off Dagenham despite them being a forward to only scored five goals for Dagenham last season why did Norwich sign them in the first place was he not on loan from Norwich I think he was on loan from Norwich to oh, Dagenham I don't know I there was a I million think. things going on but he was playing he's hardly scored any goals yeah. that was the thing that jumped out at me I mean in that sense a real Hamilton striker yeah. signing uh, that's yeah. the <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the other one just because just I um, the, a guy that they signed in January Mikhail Miller that's oh, yeah. yeah. a hero <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, the team that he, I actually missed this entirely I think in January uh, but I didn't even I've never even heard of the team that they signed him from um, it was I didn't even there must have been like English 8th yeah. tier or something um, he, he came on against Kelly in a game last yeah. season I thought he looked alright well I mean the fact he scored 3 against Somebody is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that, that's some that's some standard. So uh, next up, we've got um, a team who we probably do know quite a bit more about their uh, signings. It's Hearts. Um, I'll go first in this one, and uh, I think it'll be a fairly straightforward one in terms of best. And it's Stephen Naismith. There's some caveats around this in the basis that. Uh, when Levine brought him in, he played him a lot deeper and kind of really nullified his. Yeah, uh, made him look terrible. Yes, basically. Um, the other caveat is the fact that him and Lafferty didn't look like they had any sort of partnership yeah. the other week. Uh, I don't think I'll be a worry. And uh, I d- it's just a case of whether that Hearts team gets the best out of Naismith in terms of how they play, the fact they are very slow, they don't necessarily do a lot inside the box. Um, so technically in terms of actually a standard of player Naismith again is far and away better than anyone else they've signed it's just really how Levine utilises them over the course of the season I'd say for, for Naismith I'm a massive Naismith fanboy I was uh, devastated he didn't end up back at, at Kelly um, in January when he was strongly linked but I didn't pick him for that basis I don't think Hearts will get the best out of him again I think he'll um, he'll do fine he'll score some goals he'll probably score in a derby he might score one against Celtic or Rangers or he'll do his know, funny celebration but I don't think he, I think he'll play deep too much and he'll not get you'll not get what what he really brings which is like I, I think as a centre forward just the tenacity even even at his age the running he'll get out of him the leaps and the uh, the and he has a good finisher but I don't think they'll see enough of that and I picked I think I think they've done terribly in the transfer window. To be honest, like I do, yeah. I think they've brought in loads of players, and I think it's like 
by numbers type of thing. Like I looked at some of them, and, but the one that I, the one that I'm interested by, and I think might might be a really proved to be a good signing, is uh, Garuccio from uh, Adelaide. Saw so, so him play in Australia, attacking fullback. Um, the Australian league is, is terrible defensively. Like yeah. almost nobody knows how to defend. I remember there was a there was a what was it own goal was like the the fourth top yeah. scorer in the league. One sounds, year. sounds a bit right, but the boy, um, I, I think he's a real guy. It reminds me a bit. He's quite a similar player, I think, to Mitchell, who they really like last season. Yeah. He's only twenty three. Played a lot of games. Played for Melbourne City or one of the Melbourne teams first, then for Adelaide. He's been capped at kind of youth levels for Australia. I think he'll go on to play for Australia. They're, they're not exactly full of good players at the moment, to be honest. We saw that at the World Cup, um, and I think he'll. I think he'll have a good career. And I think. So I think he's been a good pick up to be able to get him across. Some other ones would be all right, but that. He, he, I don't know any about anything about a couple of them. I, I just want to highlight how happy I am at Zednik's Lamel from FC Zilm, yes. which is just fantastic. I mean, he's he's a man who apparently broke a, a post um, while diving into it and scored a head, scored like a header or something ridiculous. He does seem quite madcap. Yeah, yeah. against the Wraith, he was charging at his goal anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need. Yeah, um, exactly. I, uh, my best. I have been thoroughly influenced by Robert Balfour. So I'm going for Uchi. Uh, um on the basis that he apparently came on last night and just started throwing bodies about which again like if we're talking best signings are we talking best in terms of good fun in terms of quality I'm talking I'm, I'm packing I'm, I'm packing Uchi to just be good partner for the year um, like um, who's the guy that had on loan from Holland um, the championship Zufuik yeah, yeah. as well the guy I mean he was an absolute unit of a guy yeah just a big guy running about throwing bot, throwing yeah. himself into stuff is, is entirely what I'm looking for from that and he does got a good goal was it was yeah. against that yeah so yeah absolutely on on board with uh, on the on the Uchi Uchi train um, yeah I think uh, we'll come on to the worst now Craig uh, put a tweet out saying about the fact that in kind of I like to your point, Craig, about the fact that they've made a, a pretty bad transfer window. That Hearts have changed out of the three-five-two, which was the system they built the whole summer recru- recruitment around. Which that's what they did the last two transfer windows. And they've done that twice in consecutive games against lower, lower league opposition because they were creating no chances at all. So it doesn't exactly bode well, particularly. But uh, who have you got as your, your worst? Jake Mulroney. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah, he's, he's shite, fucking terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, he, he, you're, you're signing a boy who got relegated to Inverness and made no no impression at all on the Premiership. I don't remember him being particular. I mean, he was, he was probably all right last season, but the fact that you were able to sign a player in a, a swap deal for Angus Beast <laughs> and think he's gonna, <laughs> I think he's going to be in the Premiership, it's not. It's not. It, it's, it totally smacked to me of. Levine realising they were so short of pace and just panicking and picking somebody who if you look at highlights can run very fast but you saw against uh, and he only came on against Cowden Beats as a substitute but you saw against Wraith sort of the best and the worst best in inverted commas that he was able to get in behind the defenders but his crossing was atrocious yeah Really, really poor, and I don't even think he did anything particularly in Inverness. I don't think anyone was massively disappointed that he's leaving. I I thought it was a weird sign at the time. Um, I think Rob justified it at the time, being like, "Well, he's just going to be there as like an option off the bench and a squad player, which he may well be." But there's nobody. It's not like you've signed Mulroney as a backup and you've signed somebody really good to Mm -hmm. play in front of him. 
Nah. Wrong. The, the, the problem also is they've got is if they're playing three five two. I mean, you might ditch this, but if they're playing three five two and he's playing as a wing back, he's hopeless as a defender. Yeah. Absolutely hopeless. He's got no defensive interest I think it's at all. Just it's part of this continued campaign to make Christoph Berra's life miserable. <laughs> <laughs> They've done a good job anyway. Um, right, so I think we'll we'll leave that with hearts. Yeah. Uh, we're on to another team who don't have that many signings to pick from. Uh, it's Hibs. Fulcan Berry's the best signing. Yes. Then, I, yes. I think he's yes. the best signing in the league of yeah. the yeah. summer so far. Again, I don't think Hibs are done either. I think that, that they seem to still be hunting McLaren again, which is absolutely the right thing to do because the the partnership they had was fantastic. Um, yeah, Fulcan Berry. Yeah. He was magic last year. He'll be magic this year. Seemed to score about four hundred goals against the the Faroese yeah. mob. Yeah, as did um, as did Stevie Malin. Stevie Malin, I think, is a very good signing. Yeah, I think I think it's about unfair to just um, to not mention uh, Malin as well because like he's, he's that's a terrific signing. Yeah. yeah, since he's come back, he seems to like scoring thirty yard yeah. kicks against Faroese teams. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I. That means if Camberry and Malin have been good, that Bogdan naturally has to be the worst. Yeah, and I think he's—I don't think he's a good goalkeeper anyway. Like he, he went—it's one of these guys. He, he got to Liverpool off the back of being their third choice and knowing they, they were basically yeah. never going to have to pick him, and they just wanted someone who would happily do that—the kind of Richard Wright approach to yeah, goalkeeping. Yeah. And you—I know, mean, Hibs—he's going to be number two at Hibs mm-hmm. now, so it's kind of like. But I do Fine. think they're probably paying a fairly big wage. You'd think you'd think it would be on a half decent wage for a guy who's going to be second choice goalkeeper. And yeah. a, I mean, boy, letting in four goals against a Faroese team is not a good look. <laughs> no, no. Although, in fairness, his defence doesn't exactly help. And, and you couldn't no. see either because it was yeah, thick yeah, fog. Yeah. But but still, shite signing. Right, um, <laughs> and change. But, yeah, yeah, by uh, process of alphabetical um, elimination, <laughs> we're down to <laughs> we're down to Kelly. Um, and I, again, they're not that much to pick from. Yeah. Craig. Um, yeah, the, the sign of the season, I think, uh, two good, one bad here, probably. Uh, the sign of the season for Kelly, Stuart Finlay, um, was, grew into it so much last season, and for my eyes, yeah, probably already one of the best defenders in the league, and uh, maybe that's a bit of a claim, but I, I just, I really rate him, think he's fantastic now, and wouldn't be at all surprised to see him starting to get tipped with a Scotland call up if he keeps playing the way he did, just in the t- terms of the kind of. Dearth that we still have of centre half, so okay, yeah. some have played them their way into contention. But Finley's in that right age, age range to get him in, and it, it was funny because probably in December last year, if Kelly had offered him a deal, we would have bitten their hand off. Yeah. But he then, because he played so well, had time to kind of yeah. play the field, get a bit more money out of his. But I think he made the right decision for his own career as well, staying somewhere where he's trusted. He'll play every week. He's playing with Broadfoot, who will bring him along a lot. Um, playing under Clark as well yeah, it's Clark, a draw yeah. it's, 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 yeah, and it's a guy who knows how to defend and knew how to defend his own career can teach him um, so I think yeah, Finley's the yeah, obvious he's, he's absolutely down his, his mind yeah. as well and I thought yeah, yeah. I mean, Mik- Mikkel and Jolly um, came in from Bournemouth he'll be fine um, yeah. scored, a, scored two tap-ins last night and they scored, scored a decent strike on Saturday um, you just need somebody to do some heavy lifting yeah, yeah. 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 it's just a, a player um, yeah and then the worst by default is, is Ross Millen. A, a very strange, a very strange signing. You see, you see where it comes from. O'Donnell was away with Scotland, played away, you know, away in those played both those games like hundred yeah. minutes. They need cover for him anyway, um, and Millen, in some sense, brings that. I mean, it, it certainly seems like a favourite to his dad, who's on the coaching staff and stuff. Mm. Millen 
last spotted getting relegated from League One with Queen's yeah. Park. I'm sure he wasn't really expecting a Premiership, <laughs> I mean, a top six Premiership yeah. It could be the start of a fairy tale story yeah. where in three years' time everyone's saying, you know, three years ago he was getting relegated to Queen's Park. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, he's, no, he's playing oh, I mean, that, that sounds somewhat familiar, but, but he played them. Um, Is that happened before? Yeah, I mean, so, so I heard. <laughs> um, but to be fair to him, he played against St Mirren in um, the 0-0 draw, and he, he he didn't do anything wrong, but his problem, his biggest problem was that he's not Stephen O'Donnell. The, yeah. Just as the biggest problem Callum Waters had at left-back was that he's not Greg Taylor. Kelly was so reliant on those full-backs last season, and you spotted when they didn't have them, and they didn't have Boyd's. Yeah. There was yeah. nothing there. So Mellon was solid, but nothing more. He, he started against Spartans again last night, um, and I, again didn't do anything necessarily wrong, but got hooked at half time for O'Donnell, who changed the game. Yeah. And that's his problem. He's, he, he's probably not going to. He's probably not going to play a single week game. He might. He might get one more appearance or something yeah, at some yeah, point, yeah. but realistically, he's not going to play. If, if O'Donnell got injured or sold, we would be signing another right back. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, anything else? Graham, no, not at, no. not at all. Not at all. That covered it pretty much. Right, uh, next up we've got Livingston. The, uh, I mean, there's a couple of teams, the two promoted teams generally have had middling to terrible uh, transfer windows so far, you'd suggest, in Livingston. I felt ill looking at that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a terrible body of work. It's like looking at Dumbarton's team in 18 months' time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um right. Amidst all this we've got to find our best player. So uh, I'll go first with this one and I'm <laughs> I'm gonna say there's an argument for Craig Sibold who potentially could do it at a level up, but he's kinda threatened that for a number of seasons yeah. and he's never got there. So it will be interesting at least to see whether he is able to do that and uh, compete at that level. But I'm gonna go with the manager. Kerry Miller, not as the manager, I think it'll be an absolutely dreadful manager, but as a player, uh, he is the only one who looks like he's kind of at the right level. Uh, it was obviously not great for, for Rangers in that last section, but maybe with a bit more responsibility, the fact he'll probably play every week because they've got no <laughs> So he's going to walk him. And he's not, you know, some managers will be like, oh, I dropped myself with a good team. I don't care about that. He'll play all 30 games. But, but yeah. um, to be fair to him as a player, I think he actually leads quite well on the park. He yeah. leads from the front. He, he's running, he's, I mean, for the AGS, he's very fit. Um, yeah. He is, as well as that, I mean, if, you, if you're looking at purely, along, obviously, as a manager, there's a whole lot of other questions yeah. there. But side promoted through the playoffs ends up with Kenny Miller up front. That's a coup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If he wasn't the manager, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I went for uh, Callum Crane only on the basis. I think he's a fucking left back. Yeah, that, that, was, <laughs> that, that was mainly my reason. He, he scored that goal against there. Um, but no, I think he, I think he's been a good. He's done well in. Um, I know it was in, in League One latterly with Aloha. Um but he, he's a good player, and I think a lot of Levy's business, to be fair to them, has been with half an eye on next season's championship. Mm-hmm. We've been using. Using the current status in the Premiership is a bit of a lure. There's a couple of guys they brought in, and I'm like, that's the main thing. But I think Crane is a, a decent left back. I think he, he, they, they needed to replace Longridge, who, who went to, or they let go to the yeah. Um And compared to the rest on the list, I thought he was probably a good, a good uh, addition. 
Yeah. So one of those players. Oh, sorry, do you have anything else? In? No, no, no. I was just going to say, uh, my, I uh, you, you carry on. No, I was just going to say one of those players you mentioned. They uh, maybe signed with an eye on next season. Uh, I've got down as my worst, which is Cameron Blues. Yeah. Have we got anything to say about Cameron? Blues? I don't. I don't know much about him except great, he, yeah, he, was a, he was a youth player for Falkirk who yeah. was in and out of their team in the Championship. What I mean. They talk, he's, he, we, you picked Tom Ty was the worst signing for yeah. that one. At least he was playing every yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I went for, uh, actually went for Ryan Hardy for my best one. Um, as he scores goals, like whether he actually gets to play because Kenny Miller will be playing up top. I don't actually know. I mean, if you're if you're Ryan Hardy, I've got Lee Miller as well. You you, yeah. be, you must be raging though because you'd be like, I'll get out of Rangers because I, I, I mean I've got, I'm, I'm behind. I'm behind Kenny Miller and I'm behind Morelos and I'll, I'll go out and loan it and get. What do you mean Kenny Miller's still here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but again, like he's he's a finisher and it's very much sink or swim for him this year. It's a case of do you want to be a, a top flight player or do you want to be a championship player? And either way, it, it, fair play to him either way it goes. But uh, yeah, hopefully I, for them, picked a, a Scotland international with my worst signing, uh, Stevie Saunders. Mm. Who I, I when he was at Mother, I thought he maybe had a potential for a good career. He got a bad injury, right? yeah, which yeah. I think uh, killed his career. But then two years ago, he was at Dumbarton. Didn't exactly stand out at Dumbarton. Then moved down to TNS. Been playing the Welsh League. Yeah, last season getting bodied by Simmer, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're not. I mean, what what's that about? And then and then I thought maybe they're just saying it was covered. But I saw he got the squad number five. Yeah, and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> That's yeah. alarm bells there. Yeah. Particularly given that the the rest of their centre halves are enormous, big, brave boys. Yeah. Mm. Stevie Saunders, he's okay, like he's fine, but I'm just not convinced. Uh, my worst, I went for Ross Stewart, um, which is apparently the goalkeeper Ross Stewart. But either way, it didn't really matter. I was going to pick Ross Stewart <laughs> on the basis that he was. Both of them were deemed were signed by St Mirren um, to take on the championship, and then within about several months, were deemed not good enough for the championship. So. The obvious thing to do well, is... Apart from everything, they couldn't get a game ahead of Craig Sampson. Yeah, That's an yeah. alarm bell. Yeah, um, so the obvious thing to do is to sign him when you're going to go up to the top flight. Like, mm. and this doesn't mean, none, of this, none of this makes any sense. So yeah, he's, he's down as a worst. Yeah, they also signed, uh, I noticed, is it Egley? Yeah, yeah. two goals in 24 last season questionable when you are signing a young striker on loan from English League 1 <laughs> yeah. you know when you know, Keller get the boy in Jolie and it's coming from Bournemouth and it's the least of all their Premier League team and, yeah. 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 yeah he's a kind of national somebody in the National League would generally say yeah, yeah. So, up in Leicester Salford and then you just sign people from the Scottish Premiership right uh, next one Graham you're the best place to tell us about yeah um, uh, for Motherwell um, on the best signing I went for Liam Donnelly um, I think he will be very good I think he'll get there he looks certainly quick enough finding the tackle played at uh, left back right back centre half central midfield so he's a play- he can play football uh, he looks reasonably brave he's passing in the two games I've seen looks a bit um, sort of awry but then again we had Charlie Dunn for like 38 yeah. games last season so we'll get by it'll be fine um, I think he'll be really good. I think in the end he is—he's young enough. They were hacked off to have lost him. I think I think he'll be going and be very good for us. Okay. Looked a bit nervous on the right of a back three, but I think it's just—it looked very much a case of like I've not played a back three before, as opposed to I'm not a certain, or I'm a certain half or I'm a right back. So I think I think he'll be great. Um, and worst I reckon will be Danny Johnson, and I don't think it's anything to do. 
I think he's going to be very similar to Ryan Bowman's first season, and I just don't think it's going to work for him. I think the game, the pace of the game, looks too much for him just now. I think he'll get there, um, but in the meantime, he needs to get fitter, he needs to get stronger, he needs to understand how the how football's played here, and that the pace of the game here is so much so much higher than it will be in the, the National League. So I think he'll get there, but I, th- I don't think it'll be this season. So this season's a bad sign. In I, think, season. I think it's a sign of the decline of the National League. I think it might be, yes. <laughs> he's, he's made the move tomorrow. Yeah. Um, he seemed to have scored about 400 goals from inside yeah. the six-yard box. So I think he's he's got something there, but I don't think he's quite I like there the, I like his career. And there's, there's something there yeah. for him. Yeah. I picked the best uh, Taylor Sinclair just on the basis of, I thought that yeah. uh, Thistle was brilliant yeah. he obviously didn't do well down in England but neither did Stephen O'Donnell it's the same sort yeah. of story you come back up Muller will have needed a left back for a long time since yeah. Stevie Hamill there's been like three Stevie Hamill's had to keep playing through like being about 50 because yeah. nobody else could fill that gap yeah. Yeah. Um, and for worst I went for Alex Rodriguez not because I don't think he's, I think he's a decent player I don't think he really fit in at Muller yeah. necessarily the type of player he is and somebody had to be the worst. Yep. Yeah. Uh, is there is there any argument for Salmon being the best? No. Given that, no. Okay. No. All right. Well, <laughs> just asking. Well, he, did, he did really, he did really, he did really well last night. And I think the important thing to remember with Salmon, which we didn't remember in the first game that he played in, is that he's not a target man. Yeah. And it's 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 been true throughout his career. And the the criticism is always, well, the only thing he's ever good is when Eremenko is behind him playing the passes. Like, well, yes. When you play the passes to his feet, mm. he will score goals. If you lump the ball at him like Thistle did, like Hearts do, he's not going to score goals. He, he was all he was all right in his second spell at Kelly yeah. as well. He, he did fine for us. Um, I, I like Salmon. Um, a lovely big guy as well. Yeah. And I think with him and me not front, I think that's that's going to terrify defences just he, for, apart from looking at them. Apart from anything. he did, however, last night when he scored, make a heart with his hands, right, which is fuck. just unacceptable. But also get him to fuck. Do you think that's a, a partnership that could actually work, Salmon and Main up front, or is uh, it? I don't think I'm not going to kind of off the bench. Or? I don't. I'm not convinced that Salmon and Main will work. I think Bowman and Salmon will work. I right. think Bowman and Main will Main work. Um, so yeah, I think it's a combination of those two. Mm-hmm. I don't think um, Salmon. Or, uh, yeah, I don't yeah, think, yeah, yeah. But I, I suppose I suppose it gives. Yeah. another option there that you maybe. Were yeah, absolutely. I think I think Muller have done really really yeah. well. Yeah. And, yeah, um, right, next team along is Rangers, so they've got plenty to choose from here, but they are also arguably the, the second team where their best player is a manager. Uh, in fact, I don't actually, you can argue in Rangers games that Jennifer still is better. Probably true for Kelly as well. Yeah, true. Um, right, so and um, we've, got, yeah, we've got a whole yeah. point. Yeah, actually, neither. Yeah, <laughs> most of the two are in the league of Celtic. Uh, certainly Hamilton, actually. We've yeah. got that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Right, uh, so Rangers have signed a whole bunch of people. They've got a couple of people coming back. They've signed a whole bunch of under 23 people from down south in England because Gerard seems to think they'll do absolutely fine based on previous experience up here. Uh, they've signed uh, Jamie Murphy back, a couple of other folk from Brighton, Scott Arfield. Graham, who would you say is the best? Um, I really sort of struggled to, to find the best. Um, I reckon the, the most effective for the season is going to be Jamie Murphy. Um, he was the rest of them. I think McGregor will, will take straight to it. I actually weirdly think Arfield's going to get an absolute doing from the range of support but I think Murphy will be really good uh, he was good last season uh, when he 
I mean, he was fairly clear he was going to become a Rangers player anyway, but I thought he was really good last season. He'll be ready to go uh, this season. So, yeah, I think Murphy's our best signing there. I went for Connor Goldson. Just on the basis, I think the pedigree that he comes yeah. with compared to some of the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it with Brighton, if he hadn't had these uh, heart issues, he might have been given a chance with them yeah. in the Premier League. Like He seems to be kind of. I, I kind of some what I read of him and the little bits I've seen. He kind of made me like kind of Carlos Quella style defender yeah. for them, someone who can play a bit. And I think it's something they've not had in a while. And I think he'll potentially do very well for them and maybe be the kind of one that they, they maybe struggle to keep hold of even next summer. Um, but he, he's one of few that I think will do well. Actually, Murphy being another, yeah. uh, McGregor probably being the third. I went for Arfield on the basis of his pedigree, but I can totally understand that he might end up getting a bit of abuse from Rangers fans yeah. and not being up to the expectations they my, have. I think the expectations are just too high. high. Yeah, my, yeah. my thought on Arfield is that when people were calling for him to get in the Scotland squad, just on the basis of him. Maybe play for Canada. Yeah, well, <laughs> or play the fact he played for Burnley. And that it's like, well, yeah, but the type of player he is, he's not, he's not, he's, he's not a player who does anything. He no. doesn't. He, that's not, that's not a criticism mm-hmm. of him, but he's not. It's like you're saying the other day, he's a grafter, not a game yeah. changer. So I think yeah, there's a bit of him and Dorans are probably. Yeah. Is it, could you argue say they're pretty similar in terms of the type? They're sort of similar standard and bring roughly the same type of game to. Yeah, I would agree, Jamie Murphy. Actually, in terms of the in terms of the people they brought in, at least with Jamie Murphy, he's got a proven track record. So yeah. last season when he came in, and he's slightly different to some of those other players they've got. In terms of the worst, is it just a case of chucking a dart at a dartboard and seeing just, when he comes? Uh, you can essentially pick any of the loan players. I yeah. think. Um, I think I will. I'll dive in and say um, Ovia Jaria again because I don't think. I just don't think he'll be good enough. I think it's an underest. I think the quality required is underestimated, uh, and I think he'll be a victim of that as well. I think. I think Gerald thinks he'll do absolutely fine. I don't think he will. I think he'll be eaten. eaten. Yeah, there was a. I, I saw in um, the BBC that Gerald was looking at bringing in somebody else, and it just seems strange that you bring in so many people from under twenty ones or twenty threes or whatever it is, without actually having a body of yeah. evidence to yeah, show yeah. whether or not they're capable of doing it. So you know, you can use Celtic as an example, and they've been very hit or miss. Yeah, and they've been bringing in the very, very top of that generally, yeah, yeah. Um, and these boys are not. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, Rangers have actually got their own experience of signing people from Newcastle and whatever else in the youth yep. and not really doing anything. You know, you get the odd one because it did okay, but they're pretty yep. scattered. I, it's, I it's, think it's, it's, it's the difference between uh, kids' football and adults' football. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's very much the same. England's youth teams have been doing fantastically of late. Um, and so, yeah, there's an argument for saying, you know, these are big, physical, fit boys, and that's what they're really getting by on, most of all. But coming to a league where you know that even even though we get criticised, there are footballers who can actually play a bit, defenders who've got a bit of guile, or sorry, a bit savvy about yeah. them. I, I went for a very similar theme. My worst is uh, Ryan Kent, and it was basically I looked at a picture of him, <laughs> and I was like, he, he looks like a space boy type. Uh, and I was like, he, and I looked at his kind of history. He went to Freiburg on loan, and got kind of tossed out of there very quickly. He was at Bristol City on loan, hardly ever played. That's if you want to bring, because you want to bring, I was listening yeah. to Craig Telford talk. Uh, his interview, um, how, how come I forget? Uh, Sean Higgins yesterday, and he was talking about Dundee bringing in loan players, or sorry, County bringing in loan players when he was there, and saying you can't hang your hat on them because they don't care. They, they, if you get relegated, 
Yeah, I think it Hibbs in the cup final and it was the open goal with um, yeah, Gary Connor. Yeah. And he went, yeah, apart from when he was talking about uh, Vod Dopen, he was <laughs> talking about going straight through. Um, like Matt Dalton. Yeah, these yeah, guys, guys who didn't yeah. care. They, yeah. they didn't mean anything to them. And and that's the same for this boy because what. He's just signed a new big contract at Liverpool anyway, I think. So, yeah. so, well, so if, he well, just goes, if it's shite for a year, I just go back to Liverpool yeah. and, I'm a, and tell people I'm a Liverpool player yeah. again. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel like I actually think exactly the same thing as the reason I put rank because it looks like he'll be on Love Island next year. Right? <laughs> 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 it's pretty sad what it looks like. Um, Glenn Middleton apparently did okay when he, he played in Europe, but again, it's a... But I think he's signed a new January as well. Aye, that's true, actually. Yeah, fair point. Right, uh, we're on to the last two. I've no idea about time. We're just couple first, minutes, first minutes. episode. Of my freewheeling. It's fine. Uh, right, so we'll, we'll kind of quickly go through St. Johnson. Then, Craig, do you want to give us your best. Yeah, oh, this was quite hard. I think three good signings I've made actually. Um, I went for the best as Dre Wright on the basis of his kind of record so far, and I think they've been impressed with him in the League Cup game so far. Yeah. I, I really didn't want to pick him because of that name I, I don't think Dre is a name <laughs> but I, I didn't seem a reasonable enough <laughs> position to take and so, so, is the man who decided that the worst right, the would be because he looked like a spice point yeah. fair, fair, very fair uh, I've gone for Tony Watt for my best on the basis that if he's Tony Watt he can be, like, he can be absolutely brilliant um, and I think Weirdly, Tommy Wright might be the the guy to to drag it out of him. Um, I really hope he succeeds because I really like Tony Watt. Yeah. He seems he, every every time every time there's any interaction with him, the 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 thing he shared yesterday about the guy wondering about whether his dog spoke Belgian. I was honestly laughing for about ten minutes. <laughs> I haven't seen it. I, I think I, I put Tony Watt as my worst, but I, I really really like him as yeah. a player. I think seeing that spell at heart, see in terms of, there was a game I watched, it was on the telly, was it when the first game of the season he played Celtic, yeah. in terms of ability, I, I'm mm-hmm. sure there's a better player in the league in terms of technical ability than Tony Watt, but it, I just put him as the worst just on the basis that I'm not convinced he'll screw the head because he's not done it anywhere else. If he does, it will be a great yeah. signing. Yeah. I also had him as my worst signing as okay. well because yeah. Tommy Wright might not be the guy to get it out of him so it might all fall apart and he'll be looking for a club by about November. I really hope it's not, and I really, I do desperately hope that he he kicks on at St Johnston and he scores thirty goals from this season because he has the ability to do it, and I really hope he does. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So the answers were Tony Watt there. There was just a few minutes at least to talk about St Mirren. Absolutely clusterfuck of a uh, transfer window so fast. Best one. I'll go first on this one. I'm going to say Danny Rogers. Two reasons why I think potentially he's a decent goalkeeper. Secondly, it means that uh, Samson's not playing, potentially. So they're, they're uh, good enough reasons for me. He's a known quantity, which is possibly an argument there. Um, for best, I went for Hayden Coulson on the basis that I watched the Kilmarnock game and he looked like a passable, he looked like a footballer. I, I watched, I picked him for the same reason. Yeah. I, I was sat at that game and I was like, he's the one player in that St Mirren yeah. team. I was baffled, baffled by the St Mirren supporters who... I watched that game I thought St Mirren are really terrible I thought Kelly didn't play well here we can do better we're missing our full backs missing our striker we can do better St Mirren caused us almost no threat during the entire game and then I went on like Pai and Bovro on Twitter and the St Mirren fans were all getting extremely excited about that performance and I was like I questioned it and then you know since then they've also drawn well, a spark in yeah, yeah, Queen's Park yeah. um, and I think the fact that they won't be able to win any Premiership matches on penalties will uh, <laughs> go against a bit of problem. Yeah, yeah. Does stop yeah. know this? That yeah. Penalties aren't an option in the yeah. league. But, but Coulson, I thought, was good in that game. Yeah. What about the worst? 
Um, I know we were doing, <laughs> yeah. I know we were doing sort of spurious reasons for lost, but I was having a look at Cody Cook. And Cody Cook on Twitter referred to his football boots as wheels. And in that sense, <laughs> Cody Cook is the worst signing because that's fucking shit. On, on, on that note, I went for another uh, Jamie Vardy Academy recruit, Josh Heaton, who, who, who used to be called Josh Sampson. So oh, I found this out. Josh Heaton used to be called. So, so I read. Maybe this is made up, but I read this. Did Josh Heaton sound more exotic? I don't know. But he, they paid 75 grand for him. Right. From he's never played above National League North level. Wow. That is that seems like a huge gamble, and and I don't. I mean, maybe it'll be good, but just on that basis, I was like, that that doesn't seem like Do a know, good. That's, that's three times more than Motherwell played for, paid for Marvin Johnson. It's double what they paid for uh, Trevor Carson. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I want to know who he dobbed in from the mob to get him into the witness protection. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I, I couldn't have been that because it was like a very, it was like a thing I read at one point. <laughs> let's just go. He used to play for Tamworth, and then Josh Sampson used to play for Tamworth. Right. So I was, I thought there was a possibility yeah, so that's he's true. Killed him and then yeah. taken his identity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magic. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, this. Uh, let's go. That my one was Cole Kip. Koya, I don't know yeah. how you pronounce his name to be honest, but 15 appearances in two seasons it was at Colchester, doesn't exactly I, scream I dependable. I thought he so. looked useless against Kelly. <laughs> he was playing against Erwin and Brophy who neither of them had good games, but yeah. I thought in the air he was good, but he didn't look like he could run or turn or anything. That sounds really useful as a set Yeah. yeah. Right, I think that's us. Anybody got anything else they want to mention? Anyone we've it's forgotten? It's good to no. be back. Yeah, it is good to be back. Bouncing back like cock piss parties. <laughs> <laughs> and we will be back again at some point next week. I'm not quite sure what yep. the schedule is for next week. Uh, if you're still interested in a bit more this week, we've got the Patreon that we're just about to record, and we're going to do some early season bodying. So if you'd like to do that, you can still subscribe through all the usual <laughs> Patreon channels. Uh, I think that's it for this afternoon. Otherwise, uh, I've been Andy Harrow. I've been Craig Anderson. I've been Craig Fowler. We're going to just try that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember any of the, the... You can catch us on the usual things like the podcast. No, no I, this is the podcast. The, well, you can catch <laughs> us on the Twitter, is, on the Facebook, is, yeah, on the website. This is the problem where you get somebody else to do the, the hosting that hasn't done it for a while. You get aye, or the Twitter and all the other stuff yeah. that were there. But I think that's... A us. good start to the season. Exactly. Start as you mean to go on. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Right, that's us. Thank you, guys. Uh, and I'll see you again soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.